You know what time it is? Also, I'm a little offended you didn't understand uh, my joke in the middle of the cast or your stream yesterday. What when joke I was, was like, nerd bacon uh, after hours doesn't understand power tools. Oh. It doesn't know the drill. Duh. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I. You know what? I was like, last night's stream, I at a certain point, my brain crashed. So I wasn't, That sounds know, about right. Well, you know. But uh, anyway. So Sorry. with that yep. said, with that said, do you know what time it is? No, I don't know what's happening. It's drill o'clock. I'm not sure if I hate that or not. <laughs> I was like, it was like cringe for a second. I'm like, yeah, no. I'm like, cringe. Uh, but it's Sam. It's fine. Well, you know, that's 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 a uh, part of the the dad joke, you know, mystique, I guess. If oh you will. God. Okay. But oh, uh, yeah, God. it's <laughs> hey, it's drill o'clock. Time to discover the drill. Time to uncover a drill. No. Time to know the drill. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> this is you know the drill. Do, if, okay, you want to read? No, you I'm into it. I'm into it. It's totally fine. Okay. I just was like, you're like, discover the drill. Uncover the drill. I'm like, this is going in a place. <laughs> I'm like, is this, is, is this a, um, what is, like one of those like jewelry ads? You know, uncover the drill into her heart with these new diamonds or it could be a um it could be a a skittles commercial feel the drill taste the drill <laughs> yes i would i would be down with that oh my god of course you would, I would uh, let's just down with that. let's just make this episode about our title you know the drill let's just riff <laughs> let's just riff on you know the drill for like 45 minutes or so we could easily make that into a short like easily Bonus episode, us just riffing about the drill for like 20 minutes. We'd have to get David in on that, though. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is You Know the Drill with Sam and Rutz. hey oh, we're back. Not like we went anywhere, but... Yeah, back. there's, nowhere to, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. Um, we're here, which, is we're why, which is why you're listening to us right now, because you got nothing better to do. Truth. <laughs> 100% truth. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so today, Rutz has an idea what to talk about. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Kind well, of, I guess. Hey, hey, no, there's a, I got a whole thing. Okay, totally. All right, 100%. All right let's, let's jump into it. Go ahead. Go lead, right. lead the way. First, important question. Yes. Sam, I don't remember. Are you a coffee or a tea person? Neither. No. You I actually... Okay, so I had my first cup of coffee ever a year ago. That right, right. I think you told that story on this podcast, actually. I may have. Um, so if between the two, I definitely I opt for tea. Tea's fine. I'm not a huge tea drinker. I'm not. A, I don't drink coffee. So like you know, I I just I don't know. I just drink water. Boring water. Very liquid boring. Liquid death water. Liquid sponsored by Liquid Death. Uh, well, no, nah, just just talk to them and then get the, and then we'll 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 throw the we'll throw the plug in there. No, no, no. I have my phone so great. It's probably Liquid Death calling to ask if we'll sponsor uh, if they can sponsor us. Oh, God, if only you don't even, you don't know They've, how many like how many um, DMs I've sent. One. Oh, you've been you've been trying to, <laughs> just like 
I just imagine that that's like you're like you've you've had dreams of this happening. <laughs> I might have. I might have. <laughs> you, you, you don't understand. I just imagine you like in bed, like going like, "Oh, liquid death." Yes, I'll sponsor you. Oh, yes, yes, I'll let you sponsor us. Oh, perfect. The that that's a much different story than I was thinking, but yes, totally. <laughs> 
regrettably. <laughs> true, true. So uh, this this product has is like the marketing gold. So for something that has existed for roughly about fifteen years, how hmm. is this still a thing? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird because you say that like it's existed for 15 years and that that's strange to me because i i it feels like close to 18 but somewhere around there even even still this seems like something that has always existed you know like you know those things that like just you think have always been around but it turns out oh wait no this just came out like when i was this age like i was old enough to have been aware that there was a shift here but i but for some reason i I just always thought it existed. That's kind of my thing with pumpkin spice. I thought it was always a thing. I didn't think it was like a thing that was invented in 2002 or whenever it was. Well, okay. So you're not wrong, right? So the original idea for a pumpkin spice, like a pumpkin pie spice, right? Um, okay. Actually has been around since the 50s. It was... Um, okay. Yeah, it was... Uh, according to the Chicagoist, the big company, it was McCormick and other spice companies, but McCormick was the big one. They uh, bundled com- the common spices used in pumpkin pie and were selling it as pumpkin pie spice in the early 50s. And it wasn't until 2003 that Starbucks was like, we need something that embraces fall, right? And do, you so, think, do you think that that helped inspire fall culture? Because you know there's like this big, I, or, or maybe it's always been a thing, but it's like people like, Love for fall feels to me like it's become more prominent over the years. Like people talking about how much they love fall and like Halloween and this and that. And, and, you know, on the flip side for me, I feel like the season has diminished in value for me. Like I, I used to, like, I'd get really into the Halloween season up until like maybe mid late teen years, even like after trick or treating, I was still like trick or treating age. I was still like, very um i was very into the the halloween season and i i wouldn't dress up i don't really like dressing up but i did like just the i liked the decorations and i liked the cooler air and the darker nights and you know the just the time of year also a part of that is contributes to like the nostalgia feeling right this is yeah. definitely the most nostalgic season of the year um, for everybody or or are you saying i would, for, I would like, say i would say almost like in general, just because it's like the holiday part of the holiday season, right? You know, yeah. This is where this is the time of year where we're like, okay, we fought through that blistering summer. Now everything's going to slow yeah. down and cool. Nothing is on fire anymore. We're gonna go back and see our family, even though that may not be a good thing, but still. This is you're you just know, this is just this is just your life right now. <laughs> I I don't know what you're talking about. I mean yeah. My 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 favorite time, like weather wise of the year, is the end of August going into September. Mm-hmm. Also, because you know, my birthday. But anyway, it's because <laughs> it's because the summer is finally cooling down, right? Like it's during the day, it's still you know maybe mid eighties, right? Which I love, and that's like perfect weather to me. And then at it's it gets to the point where it's still a little bit warm at night, like maybe high sixties, low seventies. But mm-hmm. it's where you can throw open all the windows and not be cold, right? You just well, again, the that's this is very region specific because, of course, yeah, in, no, this in is, Florida, this is region, region in specific. Florida, you know, like uh, 
September, like August, September is a terrible time of the year. <laughs> like honestly, it's not even getting cold. Like your first cold day, October, if you're lucky. Generally, November is when you're going to have your first cold day, followed by three more weeks of summer, and then December. It's gonna. It's supposed to start getting cold, but it's still hot somehow. It's like January is like when it really starts getting cold in Florida, like actually cold. Like it's it's still you know cold in December. I don't know. It's a whole thing. But anyway, <laughs> it's like like this year we just had like our first bout of fall weather. Mm-hmm. Maybe this week. This week, easy. And also because you know the work, no one can understand what 2020 is doing. You know, it just keeps going curveball after curveball. But yeah, but yeah, like it's always. It's, I think our high today is supposed to be 75 or something like that. Ooh, nice. Where yeah, where just you know on Monday we were in high um, mid to high 90s. So, I mean, I, I was doing deliveries last night, and I ran into a uh, like a merchant, and I was talking to her, and we were just exuded on how much we love the wet. Like we we vibed for like a good five minutes over just like the fall season. Oh, we actually had it, and it was great. I love those moments, but that's why I think fall is still you know not necessarily recognized, but uh, fancied. Yeah, and it's just it's that nostalgia factor, right? And interesting. And that's what, and that's what Starbucks <laughs> aims to capture. <laughs> well, and and again, like so, I got I got two things. One, I guess the so that nostalgia factor. Um, that, that's interesting that you mentioned that because I I think I agree. Like, I, there is something nostalgic about the fall, and it's interesting because it's like you you kind of broke it down sort of in a, in a way to explain it that I've never thought of because. It almost feels more like a. I have personal reasons for why it's why it's nostalgic, but yeah, I guess it is kind of a nostalgic time of year. I mean, it's you know because all the hot. It it feels like, even though like I always think of the fall as like sort of the beginning of the like I you know school the way the school year works I think kind of ingrains in us all the way the the year works. So for me, it doesn't feel like I don't see it as the end of the year, even though it is. But like it does feel like. The whole year is building up to that time because you've got Halloween and then you've got Thanksgiving. You know, I don't really like Thanksgiving. Um, and does. then you, yeah, exactly. And then you've got uh, you know the other the other holidays, all the other holidays in December. And oh, then you mean like got, you mean like Black Friday? Yeah, God, uh, <laughs> I was I was born on a Black Friday, by the way. And then you've got New Year's, and then after New Year's, like January sucks, man. Like. I don't know. I, January is just such a downer. Like, but anyway, I I don't like January now. I used to love January because we would go to the snow, and uh-huh. we'd spend like a week in our cabin or rent out a cabin because I don't think we actually have a cabin. Um, but that's also because like I didn't realize until I was explaining to Jeff Roth actually, who's um, considering moving out to California. Oh, um, interesting. I was he was like just kind of you know we were talking about like different areas of California and I didn't realize how center I am to everything until recently it's like I am within an hour to the two major cities in Northern California I'm two hours from the beach two and a half hours to the mountains for snow like I am centered in everything and yeah and you're like you're like right next to LA because you're uh you're in you're in uh, San Francisco, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Geography, everyone. 
Geography, Sam's best best topic, best dude. Oh my! I actually failed a geography test in in middle school where I had to name all fifty states and fifty capitals, and then I retook it and I got a C after intense studying. So I, like, yeah. I actually so it's funny, funny you mentioned that I did the the fifty state just like on BuzzFeed, one of those stupid BuzzFeed quizzes because. My sister and I were like lingering around one day. We're like, let's do some stupid BuzzFeed quizzes. And mm-hmm. one of them was all about the states. And we got 45. We missed a handful. Oh, nice. yeah, we, also, we also did like how many countries in the world we could name. And then could we name every Hamilton song? <laughs> and we got close. I, I got the closest on Hamilton. I think I missed seven. Of course seven. you did. Weird, weird anyway. fuck, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so let's get back to the topic on hand. So, Starbucks. You were, yeah. So, like, do you think that uh, this the pumpkin spice thing has helped to contribute and solidify the fall sort of the, this this fall culture that's kind of big now, or do you think that's just something that's always existed? I I, I think both. I think it has existed, but I think the that P, the PSL life that PSL has definitely enhanced it right psl yeah pumpkin spice life oh (laughs) or or pumpkin spice latte whatever yeah i was about to say because you could you said psl life so that's like atm machine (laughs) yeah atm machine all right (laughs) oh my god i hate that but yes i i would say so i think that it definitely brought a certain culture and a certain type of people to this the fall season that not everyone's going to be proud of, you know, <laughs> but at the same time, like part of it is, I can't, I, I'm not a scientist, so I don't have uh, the technical um, scientific, like chemical jargon that, for example, the source for this episode, food theories cha- uh, episode about it does. If you want to learn more about the actual science behind it, go watch the episode. But Starbucks uses intentional like flavors and a few different chemicals, most of it is through the flavors and ingredients to mm-hmm. actually like invoke the feeling of nostalgia through their drink. That's one reason. Interesting. Yeah, because it's supposed to be like, that's why people drink it and, you know, it, they're like, it doesn't really taste like pumpkin, right? It just tastes like fall. It's the, mm. the idea that it's that collection of fall flavors of like cinnamon, clove, nutmeg, you know, now pumpkin. <laughs> well, and I guess, I guess because pumpkin pie, like most people think of pumpkin pie when they think of pumpkin flavor right. and it's got all those spices. And so it's because all those spices are there, you've got that connection. So like the brain fills in the pumpkin. It's like, oh yeah, this is what pumpkin tastes like. Exactly. So the, uh, the Starbucks lab, this, this would be awesome not to mention the working. They have a liquid lab. Where they, you know, where they go and they test all their possible uh, new flavors. You think Liquid Death has a liquid lab? Oh my god, I hope. They better. <laughs> it better be a heavy metal liquid lab. Just to be like anti-Starbucks, just be like, metal, guitar, liquid. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, would fit, it would fit their entire, you know, their entire motif, alright? <laughs> no, it would. It would. Okay, but apparently, back in 2003, they, they I can't, I don't remember his name because I don't have it in this article that I'm looking at, but the Starbucks' director of espresso w- uh, was called in Stanley to Stanley Ar- Arlington. Is that an a- his actual name? I don't know. 
honestly, that sounds like it could be. That could be. I don't think. I doubt it. But it could. It's be. not. I just. I just made it up. Go ahead. Oh, how dare? How dare you? <laughs> he was called. He was called into the lab to help decide and push forth uh, flavors. They, the pumpkin. Wait, um, wait, wait, he was called into the lab to see what was on the slab. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, he had to, he had to go and give his opinion on the slab. Um, he, you're such a dad. <laughs> I know. I, no, I knew you'd like that though. Like that was that was aimed towards you. I know, but you're such a dad. I know. Only gonna be worse when you have a kid. You're gonna I'm get not. Two hundred percent dad power. I'm gonna have to grow a mustache. Oh, you will. No, I, I'm know, not. And knowing you, it'll be a possible evil goatee. Jeez. Well, a total, total, or you know what? You know what you should do? You should have done for Halloween is gone in a uh, growing out of stash, like spent quarantine growing out of stash. And it could be like mm-hmm. a big Waluigi. <laughs> oh. Come on. I, I, I feel like that would be definitely, that could be you. That would fit your. Uh, anyway, I, I'm sorry. I, I've been derailing this since second one. So go go ahead. Go ahead. Continue what you were saying. No, it's, it's fine. But apparently the the PSL was almost not created. Because in test audiences, it was like fourth in line. It was not very popular. Hmm. Uh, yeah, because it was like paired up against a pepper, peppermint mocha and a early version oh. of, the, of the cinnamon dolce, and it was, that that ended up being rolled out. So the cinnamon dolce is, is out there, but they decided he decided that he wanted something more neutral that could embrace the idea of fall, and. Hmm. That's and that's why the pumpkin ended up getting pushed forward. So now, the, so this was the guy um, who is currently the the head of of Starbucks. I, I don't think he's the head of Starbucks. He was at the time he was the the director of espresso. What okay. what a title! That's my kind of title. Well, did he did he like get promoted to like at a certain point? Was he like CEO after that? Or I should have been. I don't know. He probably runs the liquid lab. To be honest. Maybe it works for liquid death now. Pumpkin, you know, could be. pumpkin spice water. I'd be down to try it. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I'd buy it often enough. But. You know what? Maybe maybe that would work as a uh, as a seltzer water. Like a, um, oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, because it's already got a little bit of that burn. So, hey, liquid death, listen, we're giving you ideas here. Like a, a pumpkin spice, a pumpkin spice. Uh, sparkling seltzer. Sparkling seltzer. You gotta, you gotta sponsor us. We're, and then you can send me a case, and I can finally try your product. No, you have a Whole Foods that's literally nearby you. I haven't you been to, I haven't been to Whole Foods since like February. I'm just saying, if what, if it's not very far from you, and you can even buy single cans of the original Liquid Death there. If I can drive into a a wine country that is on fire to buy a case you can go, down the, <laughs> you can go quote unquote down the street to go buy a bottle anyway okay. all right go, go ahead go ahead continue i'm just gonna cl- close my eyes for a bit and, and try not to interrupt <laughs> no it's fine um but as so over the course of these 15 to 18 years no doubt psl is the most is starbucks's most popular drink Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting idea of why that is. It's because, you know, as we mentioned earlier with the idea of fall, right? The idea is that they use all these different spices is because they want to invoke that feeling of fall, right? Right. And it's because that's 
you know, if they can get one of their drinks tied to, you know, become synonymous with an entire, you know, what, three months of the year, people are going to want to buy it. And mm -hmm. it's interesting because the idea behind coffee, right, is a, if you ask uh, any hipster or me, I guess you could say. Any hipster. Any hipster. <laughs> yeah. The, you know, coffee in its best form is just pure black coffee, right? No cream, huh. no additive. But who actually wants to drink that? You know I don't. I mean? I, I'm like, if it's a really good roast, I'll like have a sh maybe a shot of it, like do almost an espresso style shot. But I like putting creamer in my coffee, even if now I'm doing like sugar-free, basic, healthy bullshit. Um, uh-huh. But that's another reason why like Starbucks's drinks sell so well, because if you look at it, their best-selling drinks are three or four drinks that don't taste anything like actual coffee. That makes sense. You don't want to taste coffee. Coffee's got a, a terrible taste. Like or coffee in its rarest form is, uh, you know, it's bitter, and humans are naturally Ugh. designed to not like bitterness. I hate bitter. Oh. Yeah, I love bitter. I love bitter. Well, I just love flavor. I feel like yeah. a lot of a lot of people do like bitter, though. Like in the like in our nat, like that's could be through evolution of our town. Evolution, yeah, yeah, that makes but sense. The general populace does not like bitter. That's why when you look at like Starbucks's best-selling drinks, right? It's the pumpkin spice latte, uh, peppermint mocha, cinnamon dolce, whatever that sound was. Matcha, you know, like it's all the flavors, all the drinks that are so far away from the original coffee flavor that, you know, person A who's never had coffee before is more likely to come and try a Starbucks Frappuccino than have a dark Colombiano reserve roast. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Starbucks kind of hits all the gambits, right? If you look at it, because they, they have all those Frappuccinos. You can also get the basics. You can get Teas now with uh, since they took over Tivana a few years ago. Rest in peace, Tivana, my favorite store. And mm. have you ever been to a Tivana? No. Oh my god! I, I don't I really some in malls in, in general, but that is the best. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Store that is the best smelling store ever because it's just a, it's just a tea store. Like you literally walk in and it's just got. Here are gallons and gallons of loose leaf teas, and I'm just like, does it smell better than Subway? Yes, one hundred, one hundred and fifty thousand <laughs> percent. Like you I just, walk in, you get hit with spice, you get hit with citrus, and it's just like, <laughs> I just uh, Subway is awful, but it smells way better than it tastes. I don't know what it is. When you go into Subway, it smells really good. Subway lost lost me because our chicken here uh tastes like tuna and it probably is yeah probably is. but that lost me I, i'm like i will not do starbucks or not starbucks i won't do uh, subway ever again i'm not i'm not getting us subs at starbucks anymore hey they have wraps at starbucks that are actually pretty good i i think we talked i think i mentioned that back in the uh the food one of the food episodes we did with david uh-huh uh-huh, yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm mid-yawn. Uh, I'm mid-yawn. <laughs>
Uh, I, I'm glad I'm so entertaining. Uh, I'm it's so not entertaining. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. Whatever. Whatever. I'm constantly tired. I have constantly tired. Okay. All right. I get you. Well, let's take a break. Go take a nap. Yeah. And we'll come All right, back yeah, we're gonna, when you're a little more we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna We're going to take a very long break now. We're going to actually record this the following day. So yep. see you see you tomorrow, Ruts. <laughs> Do this. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jeff, also known in the internet world as Jefferoth, inviting you to subscribe to my new podcast, The One Winged Gamescast. Every week, I will take the wealth of knowledge I've picked up over the past few decades as I've played video games and covered the industry and use it to celebrate gaming's past, discuss gaming's present, and hypothesize about gaming's future. All the news, all the trends, everything you've ever wanted to know with my own unfiltered opinions. My special guests will have a good time. So pull up a seat on the couch and let's chat. It's the One Winged Games cast with me, Jefferoth, on your favorite audio platform of choice. Subscribe now. Okay. All right. We're back. Hey. <laughs> hey, that was a good, uh, that, I, I, I had a good sleep. You know, eight hours sleep, and now it's the next day. And then, and then he just yawns his head off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so, like, we like to talk about marketing on this show quite so often. Yes, we. Oh, my God. Google. Uh, Windows. I don't need to update my computer. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, it's like pushing this agenda against me and I'm just like, I'll get out of here. God. I know. It's horrible. Anyway, so the last little tidbit about this Starbucks and pumpkin spice life and all that fun shite is mm-hmm. in 2020, this year is the earliest pumpkin spice has become available. It came oh. available all the way back on like late August. And it, it, like realistically, if you go behind the bar at any um, Starbucks location, the mix to make it is there, right? Mm-hmm. It's just not marketed. Like you can go and order. You can like if you can go April and be like, "Oh, can I get a pumpkin spice latte?" And they will not make it one for you. But if you ask them to make it like by, you know, you order a flat white, add cinnamon, add dolce, you know. Add whatever, and you go down the list. Uh, they'll make it. You should you should uh, post how to order one in the it's in the description. In, it will. It'll be in the description. So that'll or, that'll give so people can, can actually. Or you can ahead. find out about it on our Twitter. <laughs> yes. Plug plug plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, follow us. We got a Twitter now, so follow us. God damn it. Yep, it's there. It's there. It exists. You, you know the drill. Go go, go follow us. Yeah. <laughs> But the idea that they're moving the release of this, you know, transition to fall essentially is interesting because what makes the pumpkin spice latte successful, besides the mm-hmm. fact that it triggers nostalgia and fun fact, it actually did, for the first 
until uh, like 2015, it didn't actually have any pumpkin in it because mm-hmm. it was just pumpkin spice. It wasn't until people were complaining that there was no pumpkin in it that they're like, oh, well, we need to add pumpkin. And apparently, it's, I think it's only like 5% pumpkin. And it doesn't really affect the flavor. The idea is just that it has pumpkin to say that they have pumpkin in it. Yeah. So people will stop complaining that there's no pumpkin in it. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. That makes sense, Starbucks. Yeah, sure. Whatever. They just have a little disclaimer that says, it's got your damn pumpkin in there. Now leave us alone. Exactly. Like, come on. I mean, but the thing survived for, you know, over a decade, essentially doing not necessarily false marketing, but, you know, it led the marketing um, in a different direction. Well, I mean, when you look at it, it's like pumpkin spice doesn't even really necessarily imply that it's got pumpkin. I mean, no pumpkins in the name, but it's a pumpkin spice. That's what it is. Exactly. So like, I kind of, I don't know, that's kind of a dumb thing to complain about a little bit. I'm not going to like if, all right, do you like it? Are you drinking? You enjoy the flavor? Fine. Let it be. Why do you, Why does it have to contain pumpkin now that they've put enough pumpkin in it that they can just put a little asterisk down there, contains 5% pumpkin, now you've got what you wanted? I think that's dumb. Oh, yes. I really think that's dumb. But they did. They essentially just did it to shut everybody up. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like Starbucks. Because people complain about Starbucks all the time. Oh, you know and... what? That that totally sounds like a, uh, that sounds like a total Karen move. Like, oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh, this this pumpkin spice does not have actual pumpkin in it. I want to speak to the manager. I mean, before we get started on that, you know, maybe maybe we'll talk about it again when in a couple months when it gets around. But the the yearly Starbucks Christmas cup scandals. Mm-hmm. That that the carrots come out in full force on that one. Oh boy. Yeah, but yeah. The idea, one of the uh, the main things that like makes the PSL po- popular, right, is that it doesn't exist all the time. It's that limited run, you know. It's the false like the McRib. Exactly. The idea is that it's it's scarcity marketing, right? Our brains, we look at something and go, if there's a limited value, limited time, right? Yeah. We put more value into that product because it's scarce. It's not going to be there that long. Well, I think a good example, a good example of a bad example. No, but like a good example of a company that sort of didn't do it right is Taco Bell with their nacho fries. Cause like, and, and they, they introduced them and it was supposed to be a limited time thing. And like people went nuts for them. I went nuts for them. I thought they were great at the time. Yeah, they're delicious. And I ordered them. I got like, well, I got the straight up nacho fries and they were like, I was like, these are all right. But then I found the nacho fried Bella Grande and I was like, this is, this is tubular. I ordered, um, and I, and I ordered it a lot, and then they took it off the menu. I was upset. Everyone was upset. They brought it back, like, I don't know, a month later, and I was thrilled again. But again, limited time. They, t- they pulled it off the menu for, like, a month or two. And then they, they kind of did this thing where, like, they were only, like, it was only off the menu for, like, a month or two at a time. And they kept bringing it back for, like, three months or so. So it's, like, at that point, it becomes a nuisance because, like, it gives you this false sense of you have to order it frequently in order to get it while it's while it's there but then they pull it and then they bring it back and like all you already ordered a lot you're already kind of getting tired of it so when it comes back it's like oh they're doing this again it just becomes a nuisance when you do it that way marketing in general 
it is very hard to nail properly, right? Yeah. Um, like where I see the most success is in the world of alcohol through small batches or experimental runs of drinks. There's a, a beer company called uh, Lagunitas, Lagunitas Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. And they do one-off um, like experimental things that are limited run batches every year. Um, I believe one of them is like infused with brown sugar or something like that. You know, it's the little tweaks. And it's that it's through those the scarcity marketing of limited runs where a lot of companies can experiment with new products before t- like doing final tweaks and releasing them fully, you know, as a standard item. So if done properly, you know, like if you need to learn how to do scarcity marketing, you know, like how to market your things in a very limited fashion, look at Starbucks and look at what they're doing with the pumpkin spice because yeah. th- like that is a prime example of how you do it. And we're looking at there's going to be some new competition now because apparently Donuts is throwing their hat in the ring. And this year they have a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, see, that's something I could. Oh, wait. No, I thought you were going to say a pumpkin spice donut. Never mind. <laughs> I think they're doing a whole pumpkin spice line. Uh, I, could, I could get down with some pumpkin spice donuts. I, man, I enjoy, I enjoy uh, Dunkin' Donuts. No, wait, 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 wait. Wait, I got to check myself. I enjoy Krispy Kreme. You said Dunkin' Donuts, didn't you? No, I, I don't did. like Dunkin'. I don't like Dunkin' Donuts. Never mind. I like Krispy Kreme. Well, Dunkin' Donuts are okay. Like, they're not bad, but they're very, very bland donuts as far as donuts are concerned. Knowing Krispy Kreme, they'll definitely have a uh, pumpkin spice-related thing. Krispy Kreme is so much better. I agree with you. Like, as far as donuts are concerned, I, I miss donuts. Like, I haven't had a good donut in years. Oh. Well, because it's like, I went from... You know, having to be gluten free, right? So obviously, uh-huh. donuts GTFO, and then doing like being like low carb, and then just kind of realistically getting rid of bread products in general. Uh huh. So I'm like, oh, donuts completely out the window. Goodbye, deuces. And it's a shame. It's a real shame because I miss uh, I miss delicious donuts. Like we have a, I haven't had a... we we have a donut place that's like one of those small kind of gourmet places that does like. All the ridiculous Instagrammable donuts, and I want to go down and try one. I think they have like a caramelized bacon donut that looks delicious. Mm, mm, it looks mm. really atrocious. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I gotta get some. I haven't had a donut in a while, and I have no reason not to. So I should get one just just uh, in your honor. <laughs> yeah, why not? Do it. That could be your new um, nerd bacon. You know, for your ner- next nerd bacon eats, you just eat donuts. No, I need like a meal. I need like a good meal. And like I could probably eat a whole box of Krispy Kreme and still be hungry. They're very light. Mm, that's true. I don't know. My um we have like we have a we actually have a lot of donut donut places in our uh, in our city. And mm-hmm. my my sister what, what city doesn't though? True. Definitely true. <laughs> but I I think now I think we've got like ten or twelve now. It's ridiculous. Um, uh huh. But like for the area, I live in a hub, so that's like our thing. We have food literally everywhere. The Jimmy John's of donuts. Mm, no, no, I know no. we we. I don't like. Don't worry. We we don't <laughs> like Jimmy John's on this podcast. This is not a pro Jimmy John's podcast. No. How do you feel about uh, a donut burger? Didn't KFC do that? No, they did a donut chicken sandwich. I never actually got to try that. I did. It wasn't like horrible. 
Not like they're they're double downs. That was a recent thing though. So if you tried it, then you broke your no donut rule. I may have just tried to bite. Like I don't think I had a whole one. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really eat like KFC. I don't really eat fried chicken. I don't. I don't really eat fried food either. Like as far as I go with fried food, is I'll make cream cheese rangoons because my sister like really likes making them. Oh yeah, those are good. Yeah, and we'll make those. And that's about as far as I'll go as for frying. I'm not. This... I'm not. I'm not in the south. I don't like frying things. I guess. This uh, this podcast is off the rails, and I, I, mean, I, I yeah, but you know, yeah, for this this episode. But and I think I'm largely to blame. I am all over the place. I mean, you're like naturally all over the place. Well, yeah, but it's my job to rein you in, and it just it didn't work this time, which I'm fine with that. So the so yeah, my my end up question is. People in the audience, do you like, do you lift that hashtag PSL? <laughs> you embrace the pumpkin spice? If you do, let us know if you want, if it's just Starbucks or just, you know, if there's something else that we should try that's pumpkin spice. Because I like did. Ruts can try unless it's not coffee. I know I did, um, I did an episode for someone. I, I, maybe I'll, if I can find it, I'll put it in the description. Where we pumpkin spiced everything, and it was like <laughs> nine or ten foods that we pumpkin spiced like five years ago. Did you do an episode with Good Mythical Morning? Will it pumpkin spice? No, that'd be. I would be down though, like a hundred percent. You hear yeah, that, Rhett and Link? <laughs> I know, I know, Rhett and Link. I know you're listening. I know you've been listening since day one. Yep, your your mythical beast is here. It is uh, you, wants to be on your show. <laughs> you want? I know you want. Ruts on your show to do Will It Pumpkin Spice. Well, here's the thing. He wants to do it too. So just let's, what are we waiting for? Let's make this happen. Yeah. Just connect, you know, just DM me. You, they're you probably over, they're probably over in California. Probably nearby me. You know, San Francisco's near LA. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's, they're, they're over there. They're somewhere. They're, they're within like a, probably a 30 minute commute of you. It's California is a small state. It's all, it's all close. You know, it's like, it's, we're just like slightly bigger than Rhode Island, all right? It's a really it's, small it's, state. The, okay, the state itself may be large, but what matters is, is all there in a cluster. It's, you got New York, no, wait, listen, oh my God, that's a different state entirely. You got New York, you got Chicago, you got LA, all right there in that one spot. We're going to, and London, <laughs> London and Tokyo, it's all right there in that one spot. Oh God, okay, I'm going into a wreck. Before we, before we, I light this episode on fire. Okay. Wait, 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 I got, no. <laughs> I got... <laughs> I'm shutting you down. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. To keep, to keep in line with our booktober recommendations. Uh-huh. I mentioned last week, um, here, my rec for this week is the only movie that has actually scared me. And hmm. it's funny because it's a dumb movie and I've never seen it since. So, if you want a kind of dumb, a little campy, but in general fun anthology horror series, watch Trick or Treat. Trick okay. It's like 2000, it's late 2000, so I think like 2008, 2009. And it's a series of five or six stories surrounding a small town. And, you know, it, it embodies all like the classic horror elements of, you know, Missing children being killed, kids finding razor blades in their candy, serial killers, 
you know, or the slasher mass killers. And I remember there's a particular shot in the very end, uh, which I'm, it's just creepy. It creeps me out. It generally like maybe gave me nightmares for about a week. Do you mean genuinely? Genuinely. Genitally. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh, uh. You, have a, you have a habit of saying generally instead of genuinely, just so you know. Well, when you said it, it sounded like you said genitally, and I'm like, um. I no, did because no. that's what that's what it sounded like you said. You were like genital. Nope. 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 <laughs> Not in a genital way. <laughs> uh, it's it's just the movie is genuinely creepy. Dead children kind of bother me. So there's yeah. a warning. If you have issues with dead children, don't watch it. If you don't and you love dead children, watch it. It's great. But yeah, yeah. it's a trick or treat. There's there's your wreck for the week. Anyway, um, I have a a, a thing I'm gonna say. Go say just say your thing. You're going to hate this, and I think you're going to also I, I, love it. I already do. This is... Our podcast is a is a pod-pourri. It's a, a pod-pourri. No. Just, <laughs> no. No. I just can't. I can't. <laughs> I, is, that, I, is that getting cut? Is I, that one no, getting I, cut out? No, no. I, I can't this episode. I just can't. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. You all know the you all know the drill. If you're on a platform that you can rate us, rate our other episodes. Yeah. Uh, this one. Yeah, just uh, just pass on that. Don't worry. You, you just ignore this one. This episode's not canon. This isn't canon with the you know the drill uh mythology. Uh, you know, follow us on the socials. Twitter, Instagram, Modern Neon has their own thing. Follow them there if you wanna. Uh, we have a Discord. Come join in the Discord. Um, it's growing a little bit day by day. We have it's for our Modern Neon community at large, but we also have the. You can reach to us on like if you have a suggestion for a podcast episode that's much better than this episode. You can uh, <laughs> drop your topics in here. Uh, next week we'll have we'll have our first um, or not guest but first. Discord recommended topic go then. Yeah. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed whatever the hell this episode ends up being. I did. And <laughs> we'll catch all uh all y'all next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye now. Do, 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 do.